Three lines in the bottom of Yesterday we were discussing Rabbi Lazar said over a memra, and he didn't say it over in the name of Rabbi Yechon his Rabbi, and Rabbi Yechon was Makbid, and then Rabbi Yaakov Eidi came and was Mispayis Rabbi Yechon from Yeshua Benun. But the Gemara now asks, Lamaisa, what was Rabbi Yechon Sakpado? And that Gemara says, Amr Bidum Rav, Maidersiv. What does the pasuk mean when it says in Tehillim, Agur Baal Chayilamim, that David said, I will dwell in your tent in two worlds? It says in Lashon Rabim, V'chi Efshalay La'adu Blaga B'Shnei Lamim. Is it possible for a person to live in two worlds at the same time? Meaning, of course, a person who wants to live in two worlds, he wants to live in Eil Mazev and Eil Laba, but it's mashma that he wanted to live there at the same moment. And the Gemara explains, David said the following in front of Hashem, and we turned up that they should say over memories in my name in Eil Mazev, and therefore, based on Rabbi Yechon's teaching in the name of Rabbi and any time people say over different members of the in this world, so say so then the lips move in their grave. And Amr Abisar ben Zi'ir, my crowd, where do we see this in the Pasuk? The Pasuk says in Shirashim, and we therefore compare the words that you say over in the name of Tamil Chacham, and the Pasuk Shia Shirim is comparing the words that you say over in the name of Talmud Chacham to grapes that are heaped together in a vat for seven or eight days to warm them up and soften them and then when you press on the grapes lightly the wine will easily flow out and ooze out from the grapes and therefore the same is B'negea Talmud Chacham when you speak over and you say over words of the Talmud Chacham in this world even if he already died his lips will move in his keva and Rashi says Ki'ilu Anichai just like that person is alive and Rashi Masech the Sanhedrin says Eloshin Nois Vahnahuloi Shadoi that it's considered some sort of hanah for the Talmud Chacham because it's similar to him being alive. The Baden Tesis on Daf Tzadik Vavam Bey states, Agur Bahochal Yilamim, Kishinus B'chu B'yeshi V'shamayla, Sifsais of Nois B'keva, K'ilu M'dabres, Nimsa Shebeshah Achas, Dovishnei Yilamim, and therefore at one time he is living in two worlds, he's living in Ayin Laba, of course, because he died, but in this world his lips are still moving and therefore it's as if he's still living in this world as well. And the Gemara now quotes from the Mishnah on Daf Tzadik Vavam Bey's where the Mishnah ended off and said, that the din of the Mishnah that's relevant to the Bia of a nine-year-old child is not only relevant to a nine-year-old, it's relevant to anyone that's still considered a cotton and even someone that's 20 years old that did not bring Cyrus because at that point, he's still considered a cotton. And the Gemara is for a minu that well, we learned to that pay if someone is 20 years old and he didn't bring Cyrus, then you could bring Raya he's 20 years old who has Cyrus and then he's a Cyrus and the din would be that you don't have to do chalitza or yibum, and the woman doesn't have to wait any longer, and we consider him a saris, and he's a gadol, and now the woman could go out and marry Lashuk because the Pasuk tells us, and we learn out that the Pasuk is coming to be mimayet a saris, and the same din applies, if there's a female that already is 20 years old, and she didn't bring shtei saris, and the din is, even though up until that point, she has to wait, because maybe she'll become a gadol, and then she'll be chayib However, once she's 20 years old, then you'll bring a riot that she's already 20 years old, and she's an analyst. And then the din is, because the Pasuk says, and therefore, the analyst doesn't have a din of Yibam or Chalitza. And the point is that even though an Amish there was Mashbad, even if this person is 20 years old, they're still considered a cotton. And over here, we see clearly that once a male is 20 or a female is 20 and they didn't bring Shtay 
Kairis, at that point, they're considered a Gadol or Gadolah, and they're not considered a Katar or Katana any longer. And Gemara responds, so if my law that we learned about that din, that Amr of Shmuel Vayitzok, Amr Rav, that Shmuel Vayitzok said the name Rav, who should know the Lysi Mani Saris, that the only time that we said that a 20 year old is considered a Gadol is only if not only is he 20 years old, but also he has some money that he's the Saris, and at that point we consider him a Gadol. Our mission is discussing a case where a male was 20 years old and he did not bring any Simonim that he's a Saris, and therefore we still consider him a Katan. And the same din would apply in a gay Yavam. And if a Yavam is already 20 years old and he did not bring Simonim that he's a Gadol, and in addition he brought Simonim that he's a Saris, then of course we look at him as a Gadol, and therefore the woman would be able to go out and not be a Shemaris Yavam anymore because, of course, he's Patra Minayibam Minachlitza. However, let's say he got to the age of 20 and he did not have Simonim of Godless. And in addition, he did not have Simonim that he's a Saris, then we still consider him a Katan. And as Rashi says, and and we still have to be Chayshish, maybe his regular Simonim of Godless would appear, and then he would actually be Chayyab Be'ibam Akhlitsa. And in that case, you would actually have to wait until we find that he brings Simonim that he's a Saris, or we actually find that he brings Simonim that he's an actual Gadol. And Amr Rav, Rav says, they can I bring it right, this is correct, that you have to have Simonim Saris as well as being 20 years old, the Tani because over there the Mishnah says that he is a Saris. Meaning, Shmami know that it actually was that he brought Simonim that he's a Saris, and then we would say that the dinner at that point would be that since now we have a variety of Saris because number one he's twenty, and number two he has Simonim that he's a Saris, then it wouldn't be like Chaletzis Loy Misabemis. Or now, yes, that now that you said that in order to be considered a Saris, you have to be twenty years old, plus you have to have Simonim that you are a Saris. In fact, Gemara, if there's a male that did not have Simonim of Saris at all, and he also doesn't have Simonim that he's a Gadol, so at what Point does it become a full fledged Gadol? And that one answer is Tani Dvei Rabchia, you have to wait until most of his years pass by and he still doesn't have Simonim that he's a Gadol, even though he doesn't have Simonim that he's a Saris, we'd still consider him a Saris at that point and he would be considered a Gadol at that point. And based on the passage that says, Yemeshin is saying Behem Shivan Shadow, that the average person lives 70 years old, therefore Rashi says it until him, and you have to wait until this person is 36 years old, and at that point we would consider them a Gadol. Then he says that it would actually be Rave of. 70 years, which would be 35 years plus one day. And the Gemara now tells us, when someone that was 20 years old and he did not bring Cyrus would come in front of Rava to check him out and to do an inspection. And Rashi says, is it that he actually is considered a cotton at this point? And even though he's 20, because he didn't have Simonim that he's a Saris, or it was a case where he had Simonim that he was a Saris, but maybe he had some small hairs, and maybe he would still be considered a Gadol at that point. And Rava would therefore say, if the person was Ushvach, Amalu, he would say, Go and strengthen yourself. And once you strengthen yourself, maybe you'll be able to grow here. And therefore, there's no right that necessarily you're a Saris, Ibari. And if he was stronger, Amalu, Zilu, make yourself a little weaker. And he basically told them just to change up their lifestyle because the Hani Simanim, these Simanim, Zimna, the Natri, Machus, Kechushusa, sometimes they fall out based on the fact that someone's weak. Zimna, Natri, Machus, Biusa, and sometimes they actually fall out because someone's too strong. Rabba, and we start a new parak and a new Mishnah. The Mishnah states, If Reuven was Ma'anis Rachel or was Mefata Rachel, the din is that Reuven would still be Mutter to marry Rachel's daughter, Rachel's sister, or Rachel's mother. However, the inverse is not true because that if Reuven is married to Rachel, then of course he's also to her daughter, sister, or mother. And if he's Mefata or Ma'anis, the daughter or sister or mother of Rachel, of course he'd be Chayiv for such a beer that would still be considered an Issa Araba. 
the Mishnah continues, Nasi Adam Anus is Avam and Futus Avam Anus is Benayim and Futus Benayim. The Tanakam holds that a person allowed to marry Anusa of his father or Mufuta of his father or the Anusa of his son or the Mufuta of his son. And Rabbi Huda Isa, Banus is Avam and Futus Avam, that Rabbi Huda says that a person's Asa to the Anusa of his father or to the Mufuta of his father. And the Gemara begins, Tanina Lahad the Tanarabanan, we learned in our Mishnah just like the following Raisa, Anas Isha, Mutali Sabita. If Reuben is Ma'anis Rachel, he's still allowed to marry Rachel's daughter. However, Nasi Isha Asli Sabita, if Reuben married Rachel, then he's not allowed to marry Rachel's daughter. And the Gemara is, how can you tell me that if Reuben is Ma'anis Rachel, that he could go and marry her daughter? But for a minute, we have a Bryce that says, that if there's a call that Reuben had a relationship with a woman, even if it was a Pani Habar Pnia, the din would be that he's Asa to Rachel's mother, her daughter, and her sister. And clearly we see that a person is Ma'anis a woman, he's still going to be Asa, Lisa Bita, and Lisa Ima, and so the Gemara answers Midrabaran Enechanami. This Brisa, when it says it's Asa to marry her sister, daughter, and her mother, it's only based on Isidrabaran. And Rashi says Meshum Xera. It's based on Xera. Shemal Achashi says Bita Yizana Marishayne because the people are concerned that maybe she'll get married to this woman's daughter, and then afterwards he'll be Mizana with her once again. And in this case, of course, that's going to be Asa, as the Mishnah stated, that a person can't be Imanis or Mefata, the daughter of someone that he's married to. And in that case, of course, you'd be even. Isidraisa are being born ever. The Gemara asks, How can you tell me that there's an Isidrabanan, but the Chalecha de Iki Yisum and Rabbanan, Tani Naisin Lachachila? If it's true that there is an Isidrabanan in this case, then why would I wish to use the term of Naisin, which is Mashma, that he could get married Lachachila? And as Tysus points out, the Gemara also could have asked for the Bryce that we just brought that said, Anis Isha Mutli Sabita, that if someone's Ma'anis a woman, he's allowed to go and marry her daughter, and it says a term of Mutta. And the Gemara answers, Kitna Masis and Lachamisa, when our Mishnah stated that you're allowed to actually get married Lachachila, to the daughter of a person that Yuma'anasim Mufata, that's talking the case where the one that Yuma'anasim Mufata already died. And therefore, since that person died, the time of the Xera is actually not relevant anymore because the whole time that we said of the Xera, that we made a Xera that you can't get married to the relative of someone that Yuma'anasim Mufata is because maybe afterwards you'll go and have a relation with the same person that at one point you were Yuma'anasim Mufata and of course you'll be even Issa Duraisa of being born ever. However, of course, once the woman that Yuma'anasim or that Imam Fata is already dead, then of course that Xera doesn't apply, and that's why Mishnah said, that you're allowed to do this even in And the Bryce also it says, Anas Isha Mutali Sabita is talking about a case where the person that you are Ma'anas or that Imam Fata already died. And the Gemara now is, Minani Mili, how do we notice then that that even though Reuben was Ma'anas or Mufata woman, he could still go and marry any of her relatives? And the Gemara brings down a Bryce to the Tanar Banam, the Makicha, and all the Rayas. That it brings in the Torah, for example, Benegea, your daughter-in-law, Kalasai, Deidasai, or Mishkav Zacha, or have a relationship with Behemah, it says the Lashem Shriva. However, Benegea, the craving that are asked to you because of your wife, the Lashem of the Pasuk is Kicha, as the Pasuk says, Ish Kika Chesishav Es Ima, or the Isha Lachesa Leisikach. And by the fact that the Torah uses Lashem Kicha, Leim Lacha teaches you, Derek Lekuchin, Asa Torah. And as Rashi says, Shaisu Rishayna Lekuchasai, Chayiv Alashniya Kishabola, that if you went and got married to the first woman, then you'd be Chayiv if you have a with her mother or her daughter, even though, of course, on the second woman you wouldn't be derech lekuchin, because of course anyone that is a chiyav karasan is in kedushin tayfsimba. However, if you actually had relationship with a woman based on bima anasar bima fatar and it wasn't derech lekuchin, then afterwards you're allowed to marry her sister, her mother, or her daughter, because the issa doesn't apply in such a scenario. And the gemara continues, "Amle a papa abayis or a papa is this true? Gabe chaysei benigeda issa to have a relationship with your sister the chiyav as it says in pasuk ishashi." 
bas of by basimai and use lashon kicha hachinami derech kicha with asa or derech shkivashari. Are you going to tell me that the only time you also have a relationship with your sister is if you marry her? But if you only go and have beer with her, you would actually be mutter. But of course, over there, it's not shaykh to marry her because we know that since it's chiy of karis, so of course, in kedushin types of bechayv increases. And therefore, the chayy can't tell me that when the Torah says the word kicha, it means dafka derech likuchin. And Amalei Abai responds back to our Papa likuchin see you b'teriyas tam. It says many times we're likuchin in Torah. Haroi likicha kicha, haroi l'shriva shriva. Then you have to look at the context in the pasuk when it says isha shika chesachaysu bas avavay And over there, the word kicha cannot mean that he got married because since it's chayv increases in kedushin types of bechayv increases. So over there, certain it definitely means that he just had beer with her. However, in the pasuk where it says isha shika chesisha vesima, and over there you could say that the word kicha means that Yidavka had to get married, and it means that a man that married his wife and then afterwards want to have a relationship with her mother or, for example, with her daughter or her sister, then of course, since it's possible to touch it as a Lashem Kicha, then we would say it's Dafka Ayide Kedushin, and we can learn out that if you're Ma'ana, so Mefata woman, that you not be also to any of her craving. And the Gemara continues with another Makar, Rava Amar, Anas Isha, Mutali Sabita Mehacha, that the way we know that if someone's Ma'ana, a woman, he's still Mutta to marry her daughter, is from the following Pasuk, Siddur says in Pasuk, Erevis Bas Pinchai, Bas Pitchalai that a man can't have a relationship with his granddaughter, either the daughter of his son or the daughter of his daughter. And the Gemara is Medayik, Habas Benadido, Baspita Didagali. You are allowed to have a relationship with the daughter of your wife's daughter or the daughter of your wife's son. And we have another passage that says, Evis Ishu Bita Loi Sigala, as Baspita, as Baspita Loi Sikach. So in this passage, it actually says that you're not allowed to have a relationship with a woman and her daughter. And it says over there, you're not allowed to have a relationship with the daughter of her daughter and the daughter of her son. And clearly we see that it's us to have a relationship with your wife's granddaughter. So the Lachar is a clear stereo between his psukim on that. The says, Ketzad, how do you reconcile the difference? It depends if your original woman was your Anusa or if you were married to her. If you were married to a woman, then you can have a relationship with her daughter and her granddaughter. However, if you only ma'anas a woman, then you can still have a relationship with her daughter or her granddaughter. And the Gemara asks, who said that you also to the daughter of your wife and mutter to the daughter of your Anusa? Maybe it should be and it should be exactly the opposite. Now, Taisi says, what would be the Svara? And Taisi explains that you would have a Hamina, the Einstein Yeshla Asa, Yaisa, keeping the Abadi Surah of Al Umala Arzima, that maybe the din would be that you would be Asa to the daughter of Anusa, since Lamaisa you did an Issa with her, and you were Eva on the Issa of Umala Arzima, and therefore we would think that maybe her daughter would be Asa to you. However, Taisi explains, Abadi but the daughter of your wife that you married to, the lawyer of the Surah, since you didn't do any Issa by marrying this woman, Engla Esther Bekravisa, maybe we would say you not be Asa to go and have a relationship and marry her daughter. And the Gemara answers, since in the Pasuk that's talking about the Issa to have a relationship with your wife's daughter, it says, And since you use the Lashon of She'er in this Pasuk, so it must be that the Issa to have a relationship with your wife's daughter is only in the case where there was a marriage between you and this woman. However, since the Lashon She'er is not appropriate for a case where someone was Ma'anas a woman, therefore it must be that this Pasuk is not talking about a situation where Reuben was Ma'anas a woman, because in that case, in a Hanami, you'd be mutter to marry her daughter. And the Gemara continues, In the Mishnah we said that Tanakhama holds that Reuben can go and marry Rachel, even if she is the Anusa of his father, or the Mufutta of his father. However, Rabbi Huda said that it's us to do so. And the Gemara says, Amram Gidol Amram, my time, Rabbi Huda, what's Pshad Rabbi Huda, we have a Pasuk, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says a person should not have beer with the wife of his father, and also says over there, a person should not reveal the robe of his father. 
father. And we learn out, that a person can't have beer, even with a woman that his father had a relationship with, even though he never married her. And therefore we see in Makar, that a person is also to anusis of and mefutas of him. And the Gemara asks, how do we know that the Pasuk, when it says, is referring to the anusa or mefuta of his father? And the Gemara explains, we learn it from the Pasuk that says beforehand, the and says in the Pasuk right beforehand, and since that Pasuk is talking about anusa, and therefore when the Pasuk says, it's also referring to anusa zaviv. The Gemara now tells us, the if it would be mamish right next to it and would say and then right afterwards it said then you're correct and must be talking about but now it's mamish not right next to it because it first says and then next passage starts off and then only afterwards it says and therefore we're not going to learn the smichas and say that it must be when the Torah says it's telling you that you can't have a relationship even with the anusas of him and the of him but and we will use the pasuk of for the din of Rabbanan that when the pasuk tells us it's telling you that if there's a woman who is a shemer to your father then you're not allowed to have beer with her so for example if Reuben was married to Rachel and Reuben dies and now Rachel falls the Yibam to Shimon so the pasuk teaches us in that case that Shimon's son cannot have beer with Rachel and the Gemara explains according to this limud what does it mean the knafa of your father and the Gemara explains that a person now have a relationship with a woman who is a Shemer and Zakhal Yibam to his father, because at this point she has some connection to your father. And according to this Pshat the Gemara, the Gemara is explained that when the Torah says, the word Knaf is referring to Shemer Yavim, and Rabbi Yaakov explains because the Pasuk says in Rus, and the Gemara is, how can you tell me that Pshat and Vlegal is a person now have a relationship with the Shemer Yavim of his father, but you'd still be also to this woman because she's your aunt and that itself is an Issa on that Gemara is the Gemara's Havim is you will be over on two Lavin one is because she's Shemar of your father and number two because she's your aunt once again why do you tell me that is Issa because she's Shemar Yisrael of your father every Shemar Yisrael is also Lashuk so therefore you'd be also anyway on that Gemara says you'd actually be over on three different Lavin and on this last question the Gemara says or if you want I can tell you another Teretz Lachamisa that let's say your father dies and therefore of course there's no Issa to marry this woman because at this point she's not a Shemar Yavim any longer since she could marry Lashuk however at this point there would still be an Issa because since at one point she was a Shemar Yavim to your father the Issa would still apply and a person would not be able to have a relationship with her based on the Pasuk of Oyeral Knaf Aviv and therefore you can't have a relationship with the Shemar Yavim that at one point it was Shemar Yavim to your father and number two in that case of course the Gemara still understands that you would have the second Issa because of course this woman is still your aunt. And we continue on that Tzadik Zayin Beis and the Gemara will now go through a series of seven riddles and we will read each of them first and then explain the case and then go back to the riddle. And Rashi says all these cases Mishal is him Vergilim B'nei Adam O'imran and these are things that people used to say. Taisus says Kal Eilu HaMaisim Loi Mashmin L'Chamidi that there is actually nothing that we're learning from them El L'Chuva Satsudukim Only reason to the Gemara bringing down these cases is to show the brilliance of the Chachamim. And Rabbi Yaakov Endon says that there actually is an Afkamina, as we know, in many Gemaras, we talk about situations where someone could do one Maisa and be chayiv many chatois, and over here also, there's Yeshba Bia Achas, it's potential for one Bia, and if you did that Peshayi, you could be chayiv many chatois. And the first case is Achme Av, Loy Me'im, Vahu Bailo Deim, Vanna Barta De Insei, Amroim Bechama, Deloy Krabi Huda De Mas 
Sisin. So this case is where Yaakov was Ma'anis Rochel and had a daughter Dina from this Bia, and Ruvain, who is Yaakov's son from a different woman, is Mutul Lanusis Aviv, and he goes and marries Rochel. So Dina says, My paternal brother Ruvain is the husband of my mother, who was the Anusa of my father Yaakov, and I am the daughter of my brother's wife. And of course, this is not like Rabbi Huda, because if you're Rabbi Huda, Ruvain is Asa Be'anusis Aviv. And in reality, we could have said that this case is actually going even if you're Rabbi and the story was that a person was Mizana with Anusis Aviv, even though, of course, that was an Issa. And as we'll see, the next five cases of the Gemara will actually be talking about a case that was only possible if someone actually was Mizana and there was an issue of incest over there. But the reason why Rabbi Bahama says this over here, that's not like Rabbi Huda, because over here it doesn't talk about a case of a guy, and the other five cases that the Gemara will bring, we're going to be talking about a situation where Goy did this because the Gemara didn't want to say that a Jew was Mizana. And by the fact that in the first case, it didn't say it was talking specifically by a guy. And that's why Rabbi Bar-Chama says that it must be that these cases are Deloitte Rabbi Yehuda. And the Gemara brings down the second case, Ahu Ubrihu the If a guy was Mizana with his own daughter and had a child, so this child is her son and her paternal brother. So she says, he is my brother and my son, and I am the sister of this child that I carry on my shoulders. And really, it could be by Yisrael also, and the same would apply to the rest of the cases. But the Gemara doesn't want to discuss a case of Issa involving a Jew. Also, in the Medrash, it brings that this actual case is referred to Amun and Mayib, where Lloyd had a relationship with his daughters. And the Gemara brings a third riddle, If a guy is Mizana with his daughter's daughter, so she can say to her child, Peace to you, my son, and you are not only my son, but I am also your paternal sister's daughter. And riddle number four, We have a riddle for the ones who fetch water with a pail, and Rashi said we're talking about workers that are going into the Sundays and going and watering the fields, and they need something to think about while they're working. And Taisa says, We're talking about the Chum that draw water from very deep wells, they understand everything through their Chachma. If you Rashi, we say that while you're working hard, you can think about the following riddle. If a guy has relationship with his son's daughter and she has a son, so she can say, this child is my son and I'm also his paternal brother's daughter. And case number five gets more difficult. If a guy, let's call him Joe, was been with his own mother and had a daughter, let's call her Jane. So this child is Joe's daughter and his maternal sister. And then Joe was been with his own daughter with Jane. So he is her husband as well. And then Joe's father was also been with his granddaughter Jane. And he is also her husband. And she had children with her grandfather. So Jane is able to say about Joe, woe is to me because of Joe, who is number one, my father. He's also my maternal brother, as well as my husband, since Joe had relations with her. And since, of course, Jane also had a relationship with her grandfather, Joe's father, she also says, Joe is my husband's son, and Joe was also my mother's husband, and I am his mother's daughter, since Joe was Mizana with his own daughter, and even though he's related to me in so many ways, he won't support his brothers, who are Yisraelim, referring to the children she had with Joe's father, her grandfather, because, as we said before, that she also was Mizana with Joe's father, and then Joe's father subsequently died, and therefore the children that she had together with her grandfather were Yisraelim, and Joe wouldn't support them, even though they were here as paternal brothers. And riddle number six, 
Kai, Mishkachas Rabbi Elikhovim, Habal, Imai, Bahilim Menesh, Te Bones, the Chazo Bal, Achas Mehen, Bahilim Menben, the Karle, Achste the Ima, the Karmele Hochi. So in this case, if a guy, let's call him Joe, who is Mizana with his own mother and had two daughters, let's call them Jane and Sue, and then is Mizana with his own daughter, Jane, and had a son, Jack. So this son's mother's sister, who is, of course, Joe's other daughter, Sue, says, I am your paternal sister and your father's maternal sister, and I'm also your mother's full sister. We continue with case number seven. Anova at Pene Ache, Anova Vuch Pene Ache, Anova Imach Pene Ache, Habetir Namish Mishkach's law. In this case, we would be able to say that it didn't have to happen through incest, it could have happened through regular marriages. Kagoy, Ruben Sheishle Shte Bonis, Vasa Shimon, Vinosov Chadminao, Vasa Bar Levi, Unosov Chadminao, the commonly braided Shimon, the Bar Braid Levi Hachi. So finally, the seventh case, which as the Gemara said, no Issa had to occur. Ruben, Shimon, and Levi were brothers, and Ruben had two daughters, Rachel and Leah, and Shimon married his niece Rachel, which is of course Mutter, and Levi's son married Ruben's other daughter Leah, which is of course his cousin, and also Mutter. So now Shimon's son can say to Levi's grandson, who is the son of Ruben's other daughter Leah, you and I are the children of siblings since my mother Rachel is your mother Leah's sister, the two daughters of Ruben, and your father and I are the children of brothers since your father is the son of Levi, and my father is Shimon, and your mother who is the daughter of Ruben, and I are the children of two brothers since your mother is Ruben's daughter, and I am Shimon's son. And we continue with the new Mishnah. As we know, the only mitzvah of Yibam is between Achim and Av. So Reuven and Shimon must be paternal brothers. And the Mishnah says, that if there's a woman who becomes a Gyarius and she already had children prior to becoming a Gyarius, then the is, if one of those children go and get married and he dies without having any children, his brother would not do Chalitza or Yibam to his wife. And the Mishnah says that this would hold true. And even if the first child's conception was while she was not Jewish and then the later of that child and the birth of that child happened when she already was a Gerus and the second child was a full-fledged Jew and therefore these two children were actually born Bikdusha and therefore they have the same mother. However, as Rashi explains, it's not considered like they have the same father. As Rashi says, the Achrim and Abinon, we need to have brothers from the father. We have to have paternal brothers in order to have a Chiv of Yibam Machalitza. The Ger And we don't consider the father of the Ger to be his actual father. And therefore, we don't have a situation where these brothers could ever do Yibam Chalitza with the other one's wife because they're not considered Achim and Av. Now, Rashi had to bring this down in this last case. But of course, if there were two brothers that were born while she was still Gerim, then of course, even though they both became Gerim, then we say, Ger Shinaskai, Kekatan Shinaskai, and certainly there is no relationship between the two brothers. They're not considered paternal or maternal brothers. And the Mishra says the same whole true, that if there's a shifcha that had children while she was shifcha and then they all go out free, the din is that those children would not have a din of a yibam and chalitza because once again, a din of a shifcha that's a shtachra has a din like a gyeris. And the Gemara tells a story, but a yudan amsa shtachra, the children of yudan who was a shifcha, they were freed and now they became gerim. So let's call the children of yudan Ruvain and Shimon and Shaul who Rav Yaakov the mincid nashi and Rav Achba Yaakov said that now they became gerim, therefore Ruvain can marry Shimon's wife and Shimon can marry Ruben's wife even if it was not B'makam Yibam. Of course, it's talking about a case where Rachel and Leah were either divorced or became Ammonis and then the other brother was able to marry them. And as Rashi explains, the Kesava, because Rabbi Yaakov held in Kurval Dami that there is no relationship between these two brothers because the Kekatan Shanel Dami. Amalei Rava, Rava said to Rabbi Yaakov, Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov said it's us in such a case. Amalei Rabbi Yaakov responded, who us? It's true that he said it's us. But now Sharina, I say it's Muta and there is not even an Isidra Baran. And the Gemara explains, between Rabbi 
Yaakov and Rav Sheshis, Mina Avoloi Menaim, if these brothers were paternal brothers and they were not maternal brothers, so Kula Moipligi Deshari, then even Rav Sheshis would say that would be mutter to marry each other's wives. And the reason is that Goyim that only have relationship through their father are not considered related because we said, and even on the Rabbanon level, we don't say that maybe we should make Xavier and say that if we allow these paternal brothers to get married, then people will say that even by two brothers that are Yisraelim, they could get married to their brother's wives, even Shalai B'Makah Mitzvah. And the reason is because since these brothers are only paternal brothers, and the only reason by Jews that we say that if you have two paternal brothers, then we would say that that's surely paternal brothers because we're based that on a roiv, that roiv be'ilu yitzhoyelach acha habal. However, goyim, we don't have such a chazok and such a roiv, and therefore anyone that sees them getting married will realize that maybe they're not really paternal brothers at all. And the Gemara continues, Mena'im v'loi mena'av, kule'am le'i pli'i da'asa, that even Rabbi Achad Ba'yakov agrees that if you have two brothers that were maternal brothers and not paternal brothers, then for sure it would be asa, as Rashi says, the asa l'achlubi soul. in this case we would make xerah, since people that see that these two maternal brothers are allowed to get married to each other's wives, they would think that it's not only because they're gerim, but the reason is because there is no isa for anyone, even Israel, to marry their maternal brother's wives. And the Gemara continues, keep plugging, the only time there is machlekes between Rav Sheshis and Rav Achaba Yaakov is where there are two brothers that are actually full-fledged brothers. And Man Deshari, according to Rav Achaba Yaakov, that says, we don't make any xerah, is because when someone sees two brothers that are full-fledged brothers, they always say that these two brothers are paternal brothers, because people always call them Hashem, their fathers. And that's why it would be mutter, just like we said before, that However, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis says that the Takana and Xeria does apply here. And the reason is because that even when you see two full-fledged brothers, people call them not only Hashem the father, but also Hashem the mothers. And as Rashi says, that's why we have Xeria, because the Ami Inchi people will say, that these two people are definitely brothers, because and still we allow them to get married to the wives of their brother. And then people will think that the same thing would apply by two brothers that are regularly Israelim, that you let them marry their wives, even Shalai B'makam Mitzvah. The Gemara now says, that Rabbi Yaakov says that you would be mutter to marry the brother's wife, no matter what, even if you were maternal brothers. What's the reason that we don't have Xero? Because we look at these two brothers as if they're not related at all. And since everyone realizes that, therefore, there is no reason for the Takana. And since everyone knows that the reason why you were allowed to marry your brother's wife is because you're really not related, therefore they realize that that's only by Gerim, but by Yisrael, you're of course not allowed to marry your brother's wife if it's Shaloi B'makam Mitzvah. And the Gemara continues, now we learned in our Mishnah, that if there's a woman who becomes a Gerim and her children were already born, then they can't do Chalitza and Yibam, and it's Mashman, it's not Shaykh to do Yibam by them, and also at this point, since they can't do Yibam, they also can't marry their brother's wife because that would be also to them. My time, it's mashma that there is an isa, and it's mashma like rabshashis. And the Gemara answers, "Loyer, that's not what it means in our Mishnah. The ainu b'teris chalitza v'ibam. That since they're not considered brothers from their father, therefore they're not in the pasha of chalitza and ibam. And for example, if Reuben was a ger and he was married to Rachel, and then Reuben dies, then his brother Shimon would not be chayt do chalitza ibam because, of course, we don't look at them as being brothers. However, v'shayil alma at that point because she doesn't have a din v'ibam, therefore she's not considered shemer zavam, and therefore she's muteris l'shok." And at this point, that now she's not an Ashish, then Shimon would be able to marry her as well because there's no Issa of Ashish Ach. And the Gemara is about Tani Afidu, and our Mishnah we stated, 
Kedusha, Vashini, Rasa the same din applies. And the Gemara now goes through what the question is. If you're going to tell me that they were Asr Tihar, Hayatani, Afilu, and therefore it would make sense to say the word Afilu, and the Pshat is the Afagav, the Rishon, Harasa, Shalai, Kedusha, the Lay Dasa, Kedusha, that even though the first brother's conception was Shalai, Kedusha, and his birth was Kedusha, Vashini, Harasa, Lay Dasa, Kedusha, and the second brother was a full fledged Jew, and therefore we should look at it as if they had two different mothers, Afilu, Hachi, even in that case, would have a Shvachu relation, they're still going to be also to each other's wives. But if you're going to say that the actual Chiddush of the Mishnah is only B'degea Heta, and we're saying that she's Mutal Shuk, it's irrelevant that they have two separate mothers, that's not a reason to be Mata and Lushuk. The only thing that is actually relevant in order to be Mata someone Lushuk or Asa and Lushuk is if they're related based on their father and if there's any paternal relationship. And the Gemara answer there is a Chiddush, that even though both of these people had their birth when they were ready Yisrael, so you might think that since they looked like they were part of Klai Yisrael at the point that they were born, so maybe we should say that we can't let them go and get married to each other's wives because people will confuse them with regular two brothers that are from Yisrael and they will think that there was a paternal relationship and therefore they may think that by regular two Yisraelim they could also get married to each other's wives. So Kamash one that we're not chayshish for that because we say people will realize that this ger became a ger only after he was already conceived and therefore they don't really have the same fathers. And the Gemara continues, Ikid Amri, others say that the Shakl of Atayah bin Agei, the word Afilu that we have in Amishnah, is exactly the opposite. Hachin Amri and Stavrid the Shari, that actually we bring a Raya, that they would be mutter to each other, the Tani Afilu, because in the Mishnah we said the Lashon Afilu, that they do not do Yibu Mechalitza, even if the first brother was born Bekdusha. And the Raya is, Yaman Bishleim Asharu, if you're going to say that they're really mutter to each other's wives, and when the Mishnah taught us, Lechalitzah and Miyabin is telling you that since there is no din of Chalitzah and Yibam, therefore now they would be mutter Lashuk. So and that's why in the Mishnah says Afilu, the Afagad Tabayali does Bakdusha, the Asla Khlubisal, that even though both of them were born Bakdusha, and people may think that they have the same father and the same mother, and therefore they get confused with the regular Israel, and people may think that just like these two people that have the same father and the same mother are able to marry each other's wives, and therefore the same would apply to two brothers that are regular Israelim, that they're also allowed to marry each other's wives. If you're gonna tell me when the Mishnah says it means that you can't do Khalitza Vibam and also, you can't marry each other's wives. So, Maya Filu will be the Chiddush on the Mishnah by saying that even if both brothers were laid dust Bikdusha, that the same did applies. L'chayr, that's more of a reason to say that they can't marry each other's wives. On that, my answer is the Avagad Rishon, Harash Shalai Bikdusha, laid dust Bikdusha, Vashena, Rasha, laid dust Bikdusha, the Cheshtayim Maistam, over here, maybe you'd say that since one of them had the conception also while they were Goyim, and therefore it's considered like they have two different mothers, so maybe the din would be that it would be Mutta and they could marry each other's wife and I feel that's the major Chiddush and even in this case the din will be that they're also to each other's wives and the Gemara continues and wants to bring a riot to Rav Shesh's din that if you have two brothers that are Geirim the din will be that they will be also to each other's wives and the Gemara says Tashma Shnei Achim to Umim Geirim if you have two brothers who are twins that are Geirim and Nechim Meshucharim and also if you have twin brothers that are Avadim Meshucharim and of course since they are twins therefore of course they are full-fledged brothers they're both brothers from their mother as well as from their father and the Bryce teaches us that they married and then they die there is no dinner chalitza or yibum with their wives and if they would want to marry each other's wives there would not be an issa of and if the conception was while they were goyim and then they were born and they were already Jewish you still have a din that there is no chalitza or yibum in this case they will be chayiv for the issa of eshesach if the hara and the leda were both then they have a din 
like a regular Yisrael, and therefore, of course, there would be a din of Chalitza and Yibum, and of course, there would be a din that would be Chai Mishum Eishisach. The Gemara points out, Ketanim Yis, we see in this Brisa that in the case where Terasan Shaloi Bekdusha Vleidasim Bekdusha Eichayav Mishum Eishisach, there is no Chiyav because of the Issa of Eishisach. So it's Mashma Chiyuv Aleka. There's only no Chiyav, and we continue on that Tzadik Chesam and Alf Ha Isur Ika. But there would be an Issa to have relationship with your brother's wife, even though it was Terasan Shaloi Bekdusha Vleidasim Bekdusha. And Lachayu, we see like Rav Sheshes that there is an Issa to a Yeishis Ach even when you Geirim. On that, my answers who had in the Afilu Yisur and Amileka that maybe we could say that this price is going like Rav Bachav Yaakov and really there's not an Issa either. But I did bother Mister Sefer Av Chayavim Tanamereisha in Chayavim. Since in the Sefer we have to say that they would be Chay because of Yeishis Ach, therefore in the Reisha we also said the Lashav in Chayavim. But of course there won't be an Issa either, and we will stop over here.